0: you guys, there isn't only one way to build a Pilates business. The beauty of owning your own business is that you get to decide how your business operates and design a business that supports you and that is fulfilling to you. Today, I'm talking with Carrie Russo all about how she has evolved her Pilates business over the last few years to offer a mentorship program for teachers, And we're going to be diving into exactly what's involved with creating a signature program and what inspires her to learn the skills needed to offer a successful program like this. Well, hi there, I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm here with the amazing Carrie Russo of Russo Pilates. Now, if you don't know Carrie, um, she, ha- she actually got her certification from Ramana's Pilates in 2005. And she has her own studio teaching clients all around the world. She's also an instructor on Pilatesology. She teaches workshops for both teachers and Pilates enthusiasts. And uh, more recently, Carrie has created a mentorship program designed to help teachers deepen their understanding of the classical Pilates method um, as an answer to a lot of the questions that she was getting um, as a teacher to teachers. And this mentorship is hugely successful and supports a lot of teachers in their ongoing education. And so I welcome Carrie. welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. So I invited Carrie on, you guys, because I wanted to her to share a little bit more about how she's designed her business to be the business that it is today, um, which is one that I think she finds a lot more fulfilling and is inspired by each and every day. Because if you've heard me talk about business before, or you're in my Thrive Group Coaching program, or you've joined my marketing intensive, you'll hear me say this a lot, which is that there is no one way to build a business. And Carrie is the perfect example of that. So why don't we start, um, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about how you got started in the Pilates world and that sort of journey that that kind of took you to where you are today.
1: Okay. Um, so I'm really excited about this because I think a lot of Pilates instructors feel there's just sort of one path for them. And I've never been a person who kind of fit that mold in any area of my life. So that's sort of part of my Pilates journey was um, way back when I was a dance minor in college and they brought Pilates to the college. So, and Michael Levy, who is a high level instructor in Romanus Pilates was an alum and he brought it to the college. So luckily for me, I sort of fell into the best Pilates (laughs) out there because it could have been some you know, sort of Joe Schmo version of Pilates and I would have followed that path. So I got really lucky there. (laughs) So, um, so anyways, long story short, I ended up deciding I wanted to study more like years later, five, six, seven years, I moved to Los Angeles. I remember this name, Michael Levy. I remember liking this sort of Pilates thing I learned in college And so I went and got certified and I was lucky enough to be the last class that Ramana trained and certified here in Los Angeles. So I got to work with Ramana and, um, and I was sort of just going about being a Pilates instructor as most of us do. And I was trying to fill my calendar and get clients and sort of do it on the side as I did something else. And, you know, Then it sort of became more and more of my career path. Um, Then I, because of my studies and I think my style, and I think I finally found like this is my voice and this is my calling, I found that teachers were gravitating to me to learn from me and they liked my style and the simplicity of my style. And I started finding myself unofficially mentoring teachers and being asked to teach workshops and all these things. So I started doing that more. I branched into teaching teachers, I would say back in 2017. And that sort of was becoming my path. And then COVID happened. So traveling to teach teachers was gone. And um, I found myself Remember when lockdown first happened and I would see these people or hear my friends being like, I'm cleaning out my closets and I'm reading all these books, I'm catching it. And I thought, how in the world are you? Because I lost 45% of my business overnight, plus all my workshops. I was booked to uh, travel at least one place a month, every month in 2020. So I lost all of that business as well. And I thought, I'm going to lose my house. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do. And um, I was spinning my wheels, like trying to get people in Zoom classes three times a week. And I was working, I swear, four times as hard to make maybe the same amount of money or less. And I thought there has got to be a better way. And I had been introduced to you or the the idea of you through Elisa Wyatt, we're good friends from Pilatesology. And I, text, I texted her and I said, remember that business coach you mentioned to me years ago? <laughs> I was like, do you think now's a good time? Do you think now's a good time I should reach out? And she just said, absolutely. And so I did. And that is how I found you, which... I would love to get into opened up my whole world of how to actually run a business and market a business and really be much more effective and efficient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I think that was a mid to late 2020 when we finally connected and I remember we spent a lot of time focused on marketing and it was it's really interesting because you know, as a where you had come through in your journey so far, you had been able to build your business with very little marketing, a, a lot of word of mouth and network and connections um, enabled you to build the business that you had sort of pre-COVID, right? And at mm-hmm, that point in right. time, you know, remember mid-2020, mid 2020, we, we really still were very uncertain about the future. And so I remember we, we were talking and I said to you, you know, we really need to work on your marketing messaging. And we spent a lot of time diving into how to talk about what you do and what it is that you really want to do and how you want to work with people and how you want to be in this industry, what, what you want to bring into it. Um, and through those conversations, I think we kind of came to what you've been able to create today.
1: Yes. And I really remember, so as you know, and I want everybody to know, I call you my North Star because whenever I get lost, I just like email, call, we have a meeting or so. I'm like, okay, there's my direction. There's my, and I think um, the first step was for me was not trying to be what everybody wants me to be. Meaning that, I. It's okay to say I am a teacher of teachers and that is who I'm marketing to. That I'm not trying to do a program for beginners who are just learning Pilates. As valuable as that is, that is not my path. And I think I was trying to do that. I was trying to have a class for beginners, you know, on when COVID happened, I was like, okay, I'll have a beginning class and I'll have an advanced class. And then I'll do this workshop for teachers over here. And I was all over the map with no direction because I was trying to be everything to every, to everybody. And that is impossible. And that I learned that it's okay to, uh, and also that's not where my passion lies. And I was going, I was running myself so thin and I was burning out very quickly because I thought, well, of course I have the ability to teach beginners. And of course I have the ability to teach teachers. So let me do everything and everything in between that. And I realized that that is not effective or efficient for my time, for my schedule, for my health <laughs> you know, right. for anything. Yeah. 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 I
0: think it's, it's, um, it's sort of a, it's sort of a, um, a trap I think that many, many get, get pulled into because, um, we're very creative people, I think for the most part as Pilates teachers. And so we often see a lot of opportunities and we are inclined to go after those opportunities often. And sometimes we're not sure whether it's going to work or we're not, we, we, we aren't sure how it's going to work. And so we tend to sort of like, you know, go after all these things and try to do all the things. And it it doesn't always actually support long-term and is not true necessarily always aligned with what you you really want for yourself, or your
1: business. And, and it's so, so true. And I think there's a lot of fear around that too. I know I had that because I thought, Okay, I'm a classical Pilates teacher. So that is a very small niche already. And now, only teaching teachers who are interested in deepening their knowledge of classical Pilates. What am I doing, narrowing my niche so defined versus this whole other world of interest in Pilates, this general term? So there was all this fear of losing all these other audiences. But what with my work through you, what I learned is actually the more specific I get and the more clear, the clearer I am on my messaging, my marketing, that yes, it's to a specific demographic, but how many conversations have you and I have? of Let's just accept I'm (laughs) teaching teachers. Like I am a teacher of teachers and that's what I do. I'm not trying to do like, I mean, that took a lot of encouragement and Trust in you and proof of over the last, I guess, two years, because the mentorship program has been going on two years, of trusting the results of when I am specific, when my messaging is clear toward that demographic. Yes, it's a small niche, but I can attract those people in a more effective way versus this diluted messaging of, well, does Carrie teach beginners? Does Carrie teach everybody? Is this really for me versus calling out to those people? This is for you. I am the person for you.
0: Right. And it also supports ultimately the effectiveness of your program, because within your program, therefore you have people who are exactly who you are geared up and excited and inspired to work with. And makes your program that much more effective and valuable and powerful for the people who come through it, you know? That's true. So and they has, know, you know what they're
1: going to get. Yeah. 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 So they're yeah, not, the yeah, message 100%. is clear so that they're inspired to come in the program. I'm calling, I'm, I'm speaking to the people who my program is designed for versus trying exactly. to fit... And then those people stay inspired and stay in the program because it is very clear that this is what they want and this is the value that they're looking for in their career.
0: Correct. And, you know, a lot of it comes down to what I call the ideal client profile, right? Which is what Mm -hmm. you, when you design that program, you designed it for that, that, that type of person or that kind of that need or to fill that particular gap for that particular yes. person, right? Mm-hmm. And so then exactly. what you're doing is you're bringing the right people into the right program. And so everyone is happy and everything is flows yeah. really nicely. And yeah. that's kind of where you're at today.
1: Yes. And I have to say, it keeps me inspired and motivated. And it is a lot of work running this program, <laughs> marketing this program. <laughs> Takes a lot of effort and a lot of work but it's, it doesn't burn me out because it is what I believe my true passion and calling is. And I'm with other, I'm, I now have all these mentees in my program who are really craving to fill in the gaps of their knowledge and connect the dots. And they're allowing me to do that with them and for them. And that keeps me inspired. So although it's a lot of work, it keeps me motivated versus trying to do the other grind of things that i can't tell you how many people have told me you should open a brick and mortar we want you to open a brick and mortar in this area i've just have known brick and mortar is not the way i want to go you know so you have to find your path and to embrace that and not be trying to fit yourself into a mold because ultimately i think that's how businesses peter out when you're trying to be something other than is true to you.
0: Yeah. So you have to be true to you and you, and, and you have to be willing to go after that, even if it's not necessarily what everyone else is doing, everyone else is telling you to do. Right. Um, So important. So tell us, so it is a lot of work to run uh, a program of any sort. Um, I think there is a a bit of a misconception that it's just a, you know, a a landing page on a website and a, and a couple Mm -hmm. of calls. That's not, not what a mentorship (laughs) is and not what your mentorship is at all. Um, all. (laughs) There is a formula and a path and a plan for everybody that joins your mentorship. So tell us a little bit about, um, when you started to think about offering this type of a program in a a mentorship capacity, what it was that really drove you to do that? Um, and what, what sort of of what you were trying to be able to deliver to the people who come through the program?
1: Well, what I learned through traveling the world, teaching workshops to teachers is that there was a tremendous gap in their knowledge left from their certification. The certification gave them a wonderful, solid foundation, but teachers were craving and needing more. Because the certification can only give you so much. Otherwise, we would never be certified because we would just be studying forever. So they give you sort of your jump board. But people were lost and had no direction as to really where to go from there. And I remember when I did my first UK tour uh, back, I think in 2018 or 19. And I came back saying, there there's no way I could travel enough and teach enough people. And uh, there's just no way, there's just so much desire out there. So as much as there was a need, the desire was even greater. And these teachers didn't have any way to get it. They lived in remote places of the world where classical wasn't available to them or whatever their situation was. And what actually happened for me during the pandemic is once, I found you and I, you started saying, what is your ideal client? Create that profile. And I really had to embrace that. It was a teacher that it was anything. And so then I realized I could create what I was doing traveling. I could create on a global scale from my home and make it accessible to anybody who has access to internet not who can get and fly and see me in a city.
0: Right. What exactly happens inside of the mentorship? Because I think, you know, we hear these words thrown around and different mm-hmm. from different people. <clears throat> so yeah. to, in your mind, what is the purpose of Carrie's mentorship program? And what should people expect from any mentorship program in your, in your mind, having been a created, created one of your own? Yeah.
1: So what, I do in my program that I believe should be in any mentorship program if people are looking for one is the day you sign up, you get access to content that you can apply immediately into your next session. So as soon as you get into my members portal, you I have three what I call core tutorials. And they are how And they're they're always bite-sized, so no tutorials ever more than 15 minutes, but it gives you the foundation so we're on the same page of how to teach a beginner, an intermediate, and advanced client effectively. And once we're all on that groundwork, then we can learn how to deal with issues and injuries. Um, so what we do in the structure of my program is you get a tutorial where there's a topic, say, Back injuries. And then we have two community coaching calls every month. And we will talk about the tutorial topic. If there's questions about, well, I have somebody with stenosis. Can we talk more about how to specifically deal with that? Or, hey, I have a question, and it could be anything that comes up. The mentees send in their questions of, even though we're talking about backs, I have somebody who we had somebody um, who. Is really chatty in their duet. I cannot get them to focus. Can you give me a teaching tip on how to do that? So we discussed that in this group forum. And what um, what I found another aspect is people felt alone on their Pilates Island. So these community coaching calls give everybody a real solid sense of community and being a, surrounded by like-minded people. So we have those, and then we have one live workshop every month. And we start with a 25 minute mat class. So every month I get to cue you and watch you. And I can see it's really noticeable. The more you have the practice, the more you understand it, the method in your mind, it translates to your body. And the more you understand it in your body, it translates intellectually. So I get to see your journey throughout the program through that 25-minute mat workshop, at, at the beginning of the workshop, I get to see all the pieces of the puzzle. So my objective is to help connect the dots through the method and fill in the gaps of the certification so that they are confident teachers and that they know they can handle any situation, anybody that walks through their door at any point. And that's what you should get out of any mentorship program. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a blanket. Yeah. It's not just a blanket workshop of this is a topic. There's a through line in your education and in your career that a mentor is different than just taking a workshop on a topic.
0: Right. And, you know, being able to have that sort of personal relationship with you to be able to get that feedback and ask those questions specific to those individual scenarios is so incredibly valuable. And, and I would also say, you know, cause I have a program also and what I see from having the program and i would interested to hear what you think is, you know, it's, you can go and you can do a workshop here and there, but typically by the time you get to that workshop, you're well overdue for that sort of influx of knowledge and inspiration or what have you. And that having that structure of a program actually is a big part of the evolution of or the growth that you might see in, in your, and it's certainly in the, the studio owners that I work with and probably with the, the members of your mentorship, that, that it's that consistency and that structure and that focus that being a part of a program like that provides is that is a big part of um, the development that you see and the growth.
1: Absolutely. It's, I call it staying in the conversation. You, if you stay in the conversation versus waiting till you're burnt out, like you were saying, and when you're long overdue, or you haven't taken a workshop in three years, or you took one a year ago, but it had to do with the topic that doesn't even pertain to any of your clients that you actually teach. So it's this tangible, immediate information that you get that's applicable into your everyday teaching. And when you stay in the conversation, Uh, So I call it that I try to teach my goal is everybody in my program becomes a critical thinker. You ask why of the method of me and of yourself and your choices as a teacher, when you understand the why W H Y behind all these rules and guidelines, or even why you're giving an exercise to somebody that is when you really become a confident and effective and efficient teacher. And you'll see your clients progressing better, faster right. versus just Absolutely. giving them Absolutely. something because they, you know, I learned this in this workshop, even though it doesn't apply to your client, but you're going to practice this, practice this on them because that's what you learned. We talk about real life things. You tell me, I have this person this week, and I cannot get them to do tree. Can you help me? What cues do you say? How do you cue? How can I cue more effectively? All those things. And that is the difference between a mentor and staying in a program like what we have, staying in a monthly program where you are constantly in that conversation, acquiring new tools.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you have learned in this, as you sort of transitioned and evolved into becoming not, not just an in-person teacher, but an, a program creator, a mentor, a, <laughs> an online business owner, you know,
1: a Zoomer. <laughs> so how much time do we have about how much I've learned? Oh my gosh. If I had time, I'd write a book on how much I've learned. But I don't have time.
0: <laughs> <I laughs> don't have time for that. That's right. So
1: I have learned so much through our work together. Um, so the first one was really choosing my ideal client profile. That I cannot say how important that is. The second you taught me was how to speak to that audience. And that sounds obvious. <laughs> but there's a whole way of speaking to them that you have taught me through hours and hours. And I was like, and finally, I think it's finally kicking in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, right. I need to do this because there is, there is a way to speak to your audience. And there, and I realized like, do you remember when we first started working together and you started shining lights on these things? And I said, you were shining lights and the gaps in my business. And I was so excited. That's where else, the, where else the North star came from, because it was <laughs> right. also a light. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I think we've talked about that. There's two types of people. There are business owners who you shine that that light, like when I shine lights on the, my mentees, it's the gaps in their knowledge. That's what you did for me as a business owner. Honestly, Siren, before you, I couldn't even say I was a business owner. I was really a Pilates instructor trying to create a business. And now I am a business owner of a successful, thriving business. That's a huge difference, and I always say you've transformed. You've transformed my business, which has transformed my life. And I get like choked up talking, but it's really true. And although I work very hard, I'm probably off topic of what I've learned. But um, you're like, yes, you are, Carrie. This is what you do. <laughs> no,
0: no I, no, I was nodding because you do work very hard.
1: <laughs> you do work
0: very, very hard. <laughs> I'm agreeing. I,
1: um, I. Okay. What was the quote? Let me go. Cause I've digressed. Um, what I, I learned, wanted, I how wanted to, talk to, what to is, people.
0: yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. How to talk about what you do. I think it's key. It's so critical and it's something that even you said it, you know, it takes a lot of practice and refinement to really find the words and, and to, um, try it on and to see what works and whether or not that resonates with the people that you're trying to connect with, or you want to connect with
1: what people don't know is although I am an expert in Pilates, I am not an expert in marketing. And when we do something, like if I'm doing a live event, I rehearse it. I practice it. I spend hours, hours and hours preparing for an event, writing emails. I comb over every word and then you... Go with me over these emails about you would want to change this here, and the flow of it needs to be here. And I'm slowly learning. Remember when you used to hold my hand writing the emails out, and now I'm at a point where I can write them. And then you come and you're like, Well, I might move this paragraph here, and I'm still understanding the flow, and you're going to want to change this phrasing here so that they can hear it better. And, you know, and so I, it's all of those things that, that Pilates, we don't learn as Pilates instructors. There's a lot of times, Seren, where I'm at my computer and when I'm in an enrollment, I will work till two in the morning, getting ready for things and I will be there and I'm like, I'm Pilates. Not a marketer, and I'm like crying at 2 a.m. Like, what am I doing? (laughs) But it's, it's a real acquired skill that took a lot of time, and a lot of intention and energy, and dedication, and focus an organization. I mean, we just had a meeting and I and you were telling me how to organize for something and I said, "Oh, I thought I was getting more organized because now I have 2023 planned, which I was always like, "Oh my god, 6 weeks from now I have something to do." So, now I have, and then you told me something in our last call and I said, "Oh, that is next level organization." So, <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> uh, but, but the what I'm realizing is the busier I am, the more successful I am, the more organized I need to be.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The more organized you need to be. The other thing I will say as an observation about you and the, and your work ethic is that, and I, you, I think you almost touched on it earlier and I thought you were going to say this, but, um, you know, I, some people are very open to seeing opportunities and Mm -hmm. where there's an area for improvement, right? You, you called it shining the light on these yeah. gaps mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some fo- the and you always come with a very open mind and are very open to suggestions and ideas and ways that you can refine and edit and up level. Right. And you're, you, you are someone who just seems to very naturally be looking for that without any, um, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Without, but being just very open-minded about it and very proactive about that, which I think has enabled mm-hmm. you to really be so successful so quickly
1: and yeah. implementing
0: a lot of, a, a, an entirely new business very, very mm-hmm. quickly and mm-hmm. learning all of these new softwares. I remember you saying you don't know. You, oh my gosh. And, you know, you've come oh. such a long way and now you've got all these different uh. softwares that you use seamlessly yeah. and it doesn't scare you and you're all in it, right? right? Yeah. And so I yeah. think that takes a certain type of person it's a certain characteristic that I, I see with folks that are willing to do things slightly differently in order to for, for their to feel fulfilled or because they have yes. an, an, a motivation and an, an idea or that they want to go out there and and and, and do and yes in that in scenario you have to be willing to roll with it and to see what what kind of lands and then and then see what happens next and and yeah. be proactive about opportunities that might come along and where they might be ways to adjust and refine and
1: edit and improve. I'm I'm so glad you reminded me of that because I did say there are two types of people and then I never finished the thought. There are people <laughs> who are open-minded and I get excited when you shine a gap on when you shine a light on a gap in my business. I'll never forget that. I was like I thought I was spinning I thought I w- I was working so hard but I just was working hard in the wrong ways and in effective ways. And then there are people who you shine the light, and they turn away, and they don't want to learn and they don't want to grow. And this is the way that they do it. But I so I do think there are two types of people that, you know, and you have two choices, you can say you can do better. But I always love learning, whether it's more about Pilates, or more about my Pilates business, you know, but it is a lot It is a lot of work. And those softwares, oh my God, learning those in the beginning, those were nightmares. (laughs) Remember, I was like, I'm not, I remember saying, I, that's my, I'm a Pilates instructor, whatever. And now I'll tell you, I'm like, oh, I'll figure that out because I'm a computer whiz now. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: That's right. (laughs) we're always Even growing and always call, learning
1: you were like carrie you need this software now and this software now and i would want to cry uh like two years ago i'd be crying and today i did take a breath and i said okay i'll learn those you know you but p- it's yeah. a lot of work you yeah. know but it's, it it's all new yeah it's a lot of work
0: yeah a lot of work well I have to say, I, I could keep talking to you for hours I know, I know.
1: Uh,
0: but <laughs> I want to say thank you for coming and being so open and honest about your journey and what you have learned in your journey so far. So why don't you tell us where people can go and find you online and learn a bit more about what you do and your mentorship program?
1: Okay. So my website is russopilates.com and you can find me on Instagram at Russo Pilates. So there is all the stuff on my mentorship program and links to my bio on and Linktree to the mentorship program and all that jazz.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Fantastic. And I'm going to pop that in the show notes as well, so anyone can just scroll down and grab that link. But thank you Carrie, so much. It's been so wonderful chatting with you.
1: Uh, you too, and thank you. I mean, I could go on and on, but thank you for all that you've done for me on a professional level, which as I said, has changed my life on a personal level as well. So thank you.
0: Oh, you're always welcome.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us today. If
0: you um, found this episode useful, I'd be so appreciative if you could take a quick minute and go and rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to this. I'll be back next week with more business building tips. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day.